This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey everybody, thanks for listening in today on Green Talk Radio from Green Living Ideas. This is Sean Daly, and today I have as my guest Hayden Hamilton, who is the founder and CEO of Greenprint Software, a company that helps you save, well, save trees and save money um, by eliminating unwanted pages and printing uh, from print jobs uh, on your computer. So Hayden, thanks for, thanks for being on the program today. Ah, pleasure to be here. So I'm really fascinated by this. I heard about you guys, I don't know, a few weeks back and um, was fascinated when I looked into it, what, what you do. It's one of those things where it's, it's, I know, I mean, it's, a, it's a simple idea, but it's a wonderful it idea. It really is very, very powerful. Um, and it's kind of apropos because it's, I love the timing on things like this. Just this morning, I, my, my wife says, uh, oh, before our son's school starts, she's like, well, we need to print a bunch of stuff out because he's got, he's got a show and tell today. We just got back from vacation. And, so she's like, you know, and of course we had the total nightmare experience that you always have when you print, you know, of yep. wasting pages and you know, but things have gone wrong. And 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 then I and then I looked at my podcast schedule today and was and realized that we were doing you guys today. I'm like, oh man, I could have had this uh, an hour ago. So well, why don't you um, tell us? Just start from the beginning and tell us exactly what uh, Green Print software does. Okay. I kind of use the analogy of uh, a spam filter for printing. Um, so it, it essentially, uh, when, when we first started designing the software, what we were trying to solve was that problem that everyone's had where you print out a Google map or an itinerary or something off the web and you get a page or two that you wanted and then the final page with just a URL or a banner ad at the top um, or whatnot. Um, and so the way that we designed the software was it essentially it, it acts as a, a virtual print driver, um, kind of like Adobe Acrobat. Uh, so when you go to print, uh, you see green print listed uh, as your printer rather than your physical printer. Um, and when you hit OK, uh, as you normally would on the Microsoft Print dialog box, um, it runs an analytical screen. Greenprint runs a screen on all the pages that are being sent to the printer, and it looks for typical waste characteristics, um, so pages with only five lines of text or pages with just a small image on them. Um, and then it brings up a print preview that displays all the pages on the screen simultaneously, and it highlights in red any pages that it thinks are, are wasteful. Um, and then w the other thing that we realized pretty quickly was um, a lot of waste is subjective waste. So it's the two pages of legal jargon that follow an airline itinerary or bank statement. Um, <laughs> right. And so we wanted to make it really easy to eliminate those pages as well. So um, when the pages are displayed on the screen, um, you can double-click on any of the pages to add or remove them, and you can right-click uh, on any of the pages to remove images, uh, because one of the things we saw was 
um, especially for home users, they'd be printing something like Google Maps. The, the map itself, um, the color map wasn't all that useful. Um, they, they really just wanted the directions. Uh, and the cost of the ink for those maps can be as much as a dollar a page, depending on what sort of inkjet printer you're using at home. Right, yep, um, very so expensive. That's kind of the main functionality. Uh, it, it allows you to essentially just print what you, what you want to print yeah. um, in, in, in a very easy way. Um, the other thing that it does is it keeps track of how many pages you've saved and how much money you've saved using the software. And for large organizations, it'll keep track across the organization of um, how many trees have been saved, how much CO2 has been reduced. Oh, really? Um, so it'll, it'll actually track it across uh, uh, across the network, or it basically goes back to a central database that you guys maintain for that organization? Exactly, yeah. It goes back to uh, a database that either we maintain or, or the organization maintains, um, and it keeps track of everything from the individual user level to the work group level to the entire organization. Yeah. Well, this is this is huge. This is so cool. I mean, again, and I'm not undercutting it. Mean, I'm sure the coding is quite complex to do it, but the idea is just so so simple, but it's so elegant. Yeah. And it's something I think that affects li- literally every single person that uses a computer. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm considered by many a, an IT you know advanced or expert person. You know, I've written books and the whole thing, and it happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it happened to me this yeah. morning. You know, it's uh, very difficult to control um, the, the way that you get those. I call them danglers, you know, those dangler yep. pages that have, and but now I have a question too, because um, I'm wondering about how your software handles or can handle a situation where, you mentioned the situation where you get the trailing pages, like the legal, like when I, you print your airline itinerary, I think you use that as an example, and, you know, Google Maps and, and MapQuest, things like that are, are very, very common. You get those trailer pages that print out and yep. whoops, and you couldn't have seen it ahead of time without the software, so it's really cool, but what about when there's like one piece of information on that last page that you really do need? Is yep. there any way to sort of squeeze it or any way to deal with that at this point? There is, um, and, and we haven't integrated it into uh, the, the software yet, but it'll be an upcoming feature, uh, essentially a kind of um, shrink-to-fit functionality for the final page so that um, if, if you do have, you know, two footnotes or something from, from a Word document that you're printing out that you actually want um, that, that end up on the final page, um, you can shrink the final two pages down so that you get that information um, on the last page. Um, it, it's, uh, it's a difficult one, though. It's been a difficult one for us um, because um, you, you get into version control issues um, when you start allowing modifications from the print preview. Um, so somebody thinks that they've made that change to the document where, in fact, they've just made it to... Uh, that iteration of the document when it's being printed. So what what we've done up to this point is just made it really easy for um, the person to cancel the print preview, make a change to the originating document, um, and then uh, reprint it. But yeah, soon we hope to have uh, a shrink-to-fit functionality. Cool. Yeah, well, that would be. I mean, it would make a good thing even better. Um, so certainly, we look. We'll look for that as a, yeah. as a p- potential future update. What, what about the idea? I don't know if you've posited this or if you're in discussions that you can discuss with us. But I'm thinking to myself that, you know, rather than even being instituted from the software side, it seems like Greenprint could potentially license this technology to printer manufacturers to set a mode, an environmentally friendly mode of printing where these things could be handled automatically. Anything along those lines happening? <laughs> uh, it's funny you mention it. Uh, we just signed a, a contract with 
um, Xerox uh, two days ago. Very cool. So we're going to be, they, uh, Xerox has uh, an environmentally friendly line of printers called solid ink printers mm-hmm. um, that eliminate the need for uh, toner replacements. Uh, and so where, whereas the average color laser printer generates about 150 pounds of waste a year uh, in, in um, having to, to buy new toner cartridges and eventually new drums, uh, the Xerox solid ink printer, essentially you just drop in something that kind of looks like a cross between a, a crayon and a Lego piece um, into the printer, mm-hmm. um, and it comes with basically no packaging. It's just kind of shrink-wrapped. Um, and so they produce about five pounds of waste a year um, versus 150. So we, we thought it was a pretty good fit um, for uh, for us to, to bundle with them. And, and so starting... Um, in, well, late this month, will be distributed with all Xerox solid ink printers worldwide. Well, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's big news. Well, you know, it's interesting because this is like a gap. You see people, people tend to go to extremes. You know, it's, it's like they either say it's like you either print and you're completely, you know, environmentally unconscious, for example, as a company maybe, and, yep. or, or even as a consumer, or people say, hey, listen, you really should never print anything. Go completely paperless, paperless office, which, by the way, I'm a big proponent of, but yeah. very difficult to do. And there are yeah. products like the Fujitsu ScanSnap that are out there now that are great. Um, you know that are actually making this doable, but yeah. but still, it's it's very difficult. Even if you're highly motivated and got and have an unlimited budgeted budget to do so. So what I, I like about this is it's kind of a gap technology. It can be used in in any scenario, but you know it's kind of an in between solution, or yep. or again, it can be used in you know in conjunction with uh, in, any one of those scenarios to at least uh, you know mitigate and ameliorate some the the waste that's happening. Um, yeah, so. absolutely. Well, and and that's kind of been our philosophy with it from the beginning. Um, is you know people are people are going to print uh, and people are probably always going to print um, and what what you need to do is is make it easy for them to just print what they want um, rather than you know try and force them into eliminating printing altogether. Um, we were talking to a, a journalist a few weeks ago uh, who said in his view one of the biggest mistakes uh, Jack Welsh ever made was um, trying to take GE paperless. And it just pushed everything underground, and and their their costs for printing spiraled out of control, and the efficiency uh, was uh, actually got worse. They were running through more paper um, because uh, they they didn't have the kind of new multifunction devices and and whatnot. So mm, interesting. Uh, I I agree with you entirely. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's the the right idea, either at the wrong time or with the wrong implementation. Exactly. Which, can, which can definitely happen. Well, you know, it's funny, too. And another thing, I, I don't know whether this is coincidence or if this is just, you know, the, the, the way it is, but um, we see this uh, very often where the things that are saving people money, uh, on this show it comes up all the time, that, that the things that are good for the environment are also good for your pocketbook. And, yep. uh, you know, and I think that that's important because it helps people who are maybe not, you know, they're maybe on the lighter shade of green on the green scale. They're, they're yep. doing it because they, they do have some social and environmental consciousness, but they also, you know, they say, hey, there needs to be an ROI at some point for me. And that's yep. understandable. So this Absolutely. this is one of those things that, that gives that because you know the, the the ink and the toner is is uh, outrageously expensive on a lot it's of things. It is really incredible. I mean, ink is now uh, one of the most costly liquids on the planet, 
Um, it's if you were to fill up your car with printer ink instead of gas, <laughs> it would be about hundred and fifty thousand dollars to fill up. Yeah, don't give them, don't give the hybrid manufacturers any more options for <laughs> ideas. There, we have too many as it is. Um, yeah, the uh, you know the, the the way you know this that that they're making all their money on it is you know I I, I bought my wife uh, an iMac and you know they they said oh hey you want a printer with that well how much is it no it's totally free I'm like yeah. well <laughs> yeah sure because it's you know it's the who is that Gillette or Schick you know it's like give them yep. the razor and sell them the blades I mean that's exactly that's the model they're using it, absolutely yeah and it's uh, I, you know I think it's it's kind of been a a disservice to consumers all around because they've they've got these uh, a lot of times terrible printers that that waste ink um, and then they're paying fifty to seventy five dollars every time they need a few more ounces yeah so yeah it's 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 not an ideal model. So Hayden, beyond the technology, uh, just curious. I mean, why? Why, from your standpoint, I'm curious about the story behind the company. Why do environmental software? It, you know, it, it, I, I think uh, it was a combination of, of two of the things we've already discussed. One was um, it, it was one of those problems that everyone I talked to had had, um, and I just expected there to be. Yeah, kind of anytime I, I, I feel like uh, there's something missing on my computer in terms of software, I go to download.com, do a, a general search for it, and I get 20 different types of programs that, that are aimed at, at solving the problem that I'm looking for. Um, and when I looked around for something like GreenPrint, there was nothing out there, and it, it just really surprised me that um, this was such a pervasive problem. Um, and no solution existed. So that that was a big part of the impetus behind it. And then I've I've started a, a couple of companies, um, and I've I've kind of always been entrepreneurially inclined since I was a, a kid. Um, and one of the companies I started in college was a um, there was only one bookstore on our our campus, which was a kind of official campus monopoly, um, and people were so unhappy um, with the lack of choice and, and the, the perception that um, they were constantly getting ripped off, um, that and there were, there were uh, protests at, at, at the beginning of term every year. And so I started a, a co-op bookstore as an alternative that allowed people to, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people were um, getting 10 cents on the dollar for books they had purchased a few months before and then those same books were being sold to uh, their friends a, a few weeks later for sometimes even above the cover price if there was a shortage of books. Mm-hmm. Um, so the co-op kind of allowed people to sell the books um, for whatever price they thought was fair, and then when they sold, they got 85% of, of the value of the book. And there, there was such a tremendously positive response from the community uh, after I set this up that I just, from that point forward, I, I kind of wanted to have some sort of socially beneficial aspect uh, to, to any business uh, I started. And, and so Greenprint was both of those things. It was um, a problem that, that really seemed like it, you know, it was, it was pervasive and there was no solution out there. And, and I saw, you know, the environmental aspect of it is, is really socially beneficial. Yeah, that's great. That's very cool. Well, we're, we're kindred spirits in that way. I, I made, I made that change. I think you caught on a little bit earlier than I did. I went through the, I did a few, I've done a few startups, entrepreneurial nature like you. And, uh, you know, I think it was about a, a year and a half ago that I made that change where I'm like, you know, any work that I do from here on out has to be beneficial too. 
yeah. the world around me and not just, you know, for my own family or wallet or, you know, so forth. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I applaud you on that. And you're, you're that, you know, best kind of entrepreneur that, you know, sees, sees the real need around them and then solves it. And, I mean, that's the foundation of a lot of people go out and they try to get a little overly clever with things, yeah. especially in the web 2.0. And of course, before that, it was the <laughs> dot com. And, you know, really, I mean, it's just the way you live your life. It's like, you know, you use the example you went on to software or download.com, you couldn't find yeah. it. And that's when the light bulb should go on. It's like, yeah. are there other people like me? Because I, I don't think I'm alone here. You know, and that's uh, yeah, that's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, um, let's see. I'm, you know, I'm also curious about. Uh, are there any other? You mentioned the Xerox deal. Are there any other corporate partnerships or you know, sort of uh, bigger deals that you guys are involved with that you can talk about? There are. Um, we we just actually signed a, a distribution agreement um, with the the largest distributor in Japan. Um, which has been kind of exciting. Our technical director got to go over and spend some time in Tokyo. Um, and so we're localizing now um, both for, for the Japan deal and, and the Xerox deal, and, and uh, Greenprint will be available in um, 14 languages. We're also working with uh, uh, distributors in Europe, um, so it should be uh, available across Europe shortly. Uh, and then on the, the kind of OEM bundling side, we're... We're talking to uh, a couple of computer uh, and laptop manufacturers uh, about uh, potentially bundling full versions um, with with the operating system. Um, so uh, those, unfortunately, I, I can't announce uh, names yet, but um, hopefully shortly. In the works, well, good. Well, congratulations on, on all of that. I mean, it certainly makes sense. You know, there's a lot of companies out there that are that are either really are green or they're wanting to, have, you know, appear green. And I think yep. that that you know, if they're going to really make some some inroads, this is one of the areas they can. Be. I mean, we all know, yeah, your energy star rated. We know, <laughs> but this is this is <laughs> certainly an opportunity for them to put a little extra edge on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, very very cool. Um, now, so let's talk about the program itself, what it costs. Um, I know, obviously, it saves you money, too. Can, can you tell us about typical savings and, and uh, what the cost is? Yeah, the typical savings, we've been, we've been really lucky. Um, we've, we've run um, pilots with a lot of uh, Fortune 100 companies, uh, and one of, one of the, uh, a pilot that just concluded two days ago, um, probably our most extensive pilot, we ran with one of the largest um, real estate firms in the world, and they um, printed 3 million pages through green print, um, and of that, they were able to eliminate um, about 24%, so nearly three-quarters of a million pages. Um, were eliminated during a, a one-month trial with about 500 users. That's great. Um, so it's pretty. That that's kind of the range that we've been seeing um, across all the pilots is is somewhere between um, 15 and and 25 percent, um, which for uh, home users especially um, with the cost of ink um, can can equate to uh, somewhere between um, 50 and and 200 dollars depending on. How much you're printing uh, annually in paper and, and in costs? Now I have to ask. You know, I noticed uh, so far with I went through your the demo on your site and was taking a look at some of the examples, and I think that all the examples I saw were, were Windows based. Uh, is this yep. something you're going to develop for Mac users? Yeah, you know, we get Linux, we get a email a day. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a perfect fit, and and you know we've. We've been trying to get a Mac version together um, basically since we launched the, the Windows version, um, but we've had a lot of trouble um, just getting good Mac developers. Mm. Um, so we hope to have a Mac version out um, within the next six months or so, but 
it, it hasn't come along nearly as, as quickly as I had hoped. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll so again, so something we'll certainly look for because uh, uh, I, I know there's a lot of Mac users, and one of them is uh, on the line with us, our audio engineer, Mark. I, he would have been giving me grief if I hadn't asked about that one. And then actually, I, I'm sort of converting myself, so I'm I'm an interested party as well. All right. Good. Okay, well, we'll hope to see that soon. Um, and so, how, what's the response been from press and, and media so far? I heard I heard something about you guys uh, being interviewed with CNN. Flew out to interview you. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. It's been a. Uh, that's that's probably been uh, the most surprising thing, and and I think it speaks to how common the problem is. Um, we, when our when our PR director um, started uh, about two months before we launched last year, she said, you know, if you could if you could get a an interview anywhere, if we if I could get an article or or a TV appearance for you anywhere, where would it be? And um, both the technical director and I said. Um, you know Walt Mossberg's column in the Wall Street Journal, but that'll never happen uh, because he writes about massive trends generally. You know the latest iPod or Office 07 or whatnot. And she called us back two weeks later and said, "I got you an interview." <laughs> um, cool. And so we asked you to receive, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we flew out um, and met with um, Walt in in uh, D.C. And you know we we essentially said we're really surprised that that you're talking to us and he said you know I get at least one email a week from my reader saying this is a problem that I have all the time can you recommend a solution and he said you know up until now I haven't had anything to suggest um, so I really wanted to take a look at this and we kind of walked out of the interview thinking you know it, it'll be potentially will be part of a trend piece on printing or the environment or something in the future and he called us back a few days later and said you're going to be my Thursday column so from there, that was just a month after we launched. That was uh, in December of last year. Um, we we got just kind of bombarded with press requests, and um, we were on uh, CNBC that day. And and since then, um, we've we've got about um, 40 uh, articles, probably the majority of which are the result of Mossberg in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So now, um, well, and again, congratulations. And I've seen you've gotten coverage in, in other publications as well. I know, I think uh, Inc. has covered you. And, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, too, and I think the, so the price point's around $35 or so per, per license. Yep. yep. So, so, and just, I'm curious, what, what do you say? I mean, that there are, you know, people out there like Inc. that are detractors that say things like, you know, you're, you, a person can't save enough in a year to make it worthwhile and, and yeah. so forth. What, what do you have to say to them? Well, I, you know, I think uh, I was actually really surprised at, at Tim Gill's comments, and I, I really wish that I had had the ability to have a, a back and forth with him. Um, I, I, I entirely agree that um, you'd have to save a lot of paper uh, in order to pay for the software, but when you factor in ink, um, uh, by uh, a lot of these manufacturers' own admission, uh, a, a page with uh, a large image on it can cost as much as a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, how many pages do you need to save at 50 cents to a dollar um, to pay for a $35 piece of and, software? And that was my thought, too. You know, I think it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, it, it depends on what your kind of printer you have. I think if you have a very low-cost, high-volume laser printer that you're printing in black and white, and you're yep. printing courier font out or something, you know, yep. maybe, maybe it takes a little longer, right? Yep. But, but again, you know, depending on your eco-consciousness and how much that factors in, that, all, that, again, is another factor there that has to be considered. But, yeah, I mean, certainly in terms of if you look at the and, – and for anybody listening in, 
you can find out the average cost per page of your printer by going onto the printer manufacturer's website. Yep. Uh, both for black and white and color. And, of course, it has to be typical pages, you know, whether how much percentage of graphics versus text, uh, that makes a difference. Yep. But uh, there's a big difference between, you know, a, t- a page of, of um, double-spaced uh, black and white text versus having a, a full, you know, full photo image like I was printing for my son this morning. Yeah. Um, but, but that actually could help somebody, too. But I think, I don't know, for me, $35 is, you know, is, is pocket money or, you know, a couple tr- trips down to, to Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I think... It seems to be very worthwhile with the the, um, the the effects that it can have in the long run in, in volume. Yeah, and even with um, you know a lot of the the heads of IT that we've met with at, at large organizations, they they of course use these uh, high volume printers. But even then, um, they were saying you know we we calculate the average cost. Uh, we try and be pr- pretty conservative and calculate the average um, wasted page at six cents. And a lot of these guys have uh, asked us to bump that up because they feel something more around 10 or 11 cents more accurate, accurately reflects the all-in cost of these wasted pages, even even for high-volume printers. Yeah. So at that rate, um, even at 10 cents a page, um, it, it pays for itself relatively quickly. So last question for you, since you guys are a startup, okay. uh, how, how long have you been in business now? Uh, we I came up with the idea about... Uh, a little over two years ago, and then we launched the product um, just about a year ago. Okay, so so since you've been you know officially in business with a product f- for a year now, well, how do you see things looking a year from now? Are you looking at you know IPO? Do you want to get purchased by a larger company at some point? Um, well, I think um, so. Things things are looking good. It you know nothing. Part of the reason that that uh, I've I've moved away from corporate world and, and into uh, a, a startup is just the speed at which it's possible to do things. Um, the, the amount of bureaucracy and um, the, the momentum um, makes it so difficult in, in large organizations, or at least the ones that I've been involved with, um, to, to do anything um, quickly at all. And you know, with a startup, you can kind of uh, do something overnight uh, a lot of the time. And unfortunately, a lot of the the big customers that we've been talking to are these large organizations where everything takes a long time. But um, we've kind of really started to build momentum now, I think. Um, and so I expect um, kind of uh, geometric increase in, in revenue and, and hopefully profits um, in 08. In terms of an, an IPO or, or an acquisition, I I think I mean what what we'd like to see, um, you know, as you said earlier, I, I think it's a problem that affects uh, anyone with a printer, uh, and so what we'd like to see is the ability to make green print as ubiquitous as possible, um, and so the acquisition by someone that uh, a company that has that that ability um, would would probably be the ideal way for us to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and so I'm just curious, are there any also rands yet? Do you have any any uh, imitators? There aren't. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, I expected there to be somebody who is a competitor within kind of uh, six months of, of us getting uh, the, the article in the Wall Street Journal. But thus far, we haven't seen anything. And, and part of that, of course, is that the, the companies that are, are the most logical uh, fits for a, a competitive product are the ones who have the most to lose. Um, you know, printer manufacturers certainly 
don't want to see. Uh, <laughs> don't want to embed this into their drivers exactly. <laughs> as a built-in feature. Yeah, exactly. Now I can see that. I was thinking that that that, that there's a lot of uh, reason for these guys who are manufacturing. Uh, and HP is a good example of somebody who's you yep. know doing the the chic thing. You know, yep. give, you know, not give, they're not giving. Unfortunately, they're not giving away all their printers. But you know, no. certainly on the low end, they're making the most money on on the uh, the inkjet cartridges. And and you know, it may just cause a return on the low end of the market. This kind of technology, which I see in my in my estimation, this has to happen at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, between whatever success you guys enjoy, and then of course, you know, when you get competition, competition proves your market. And exactly. is a sincere form of flattery, although it doesn't feel like it at the time. Um, <laughs> you know, it proves the market, and I think yeah. that you've come on, you've stumbled upon such a great idea. It's bound to happen in this very eco-conscious uh, world that we're, we're living in. That's becoming more so all the time. So yeah, uh, yeah I think those guys are going to have to find a new way to make money. And uh, <laughs> sorry, you know, they're going to have to make the you know product better. Or I don't know. They'll have to figure something out, but it's yep. uh, it's going to be a disruptive technology, but in a good way. Um, well, my guest today has been Hayden Hamilton, founder and CEO of Greenprint Software. Uh, you can find out more about them at their website, www.printgreener.com. Hayden, thanks so much for being on the program. It was a lot of fun. Ah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.